Well, good morning, Jinx. Good morning, Broken Arrow, Tig, and Daniel. Amber's out today, up to 57. Rainy sort of day right now, 49. It's time for Did You See, where we take a look at what's going on in the world. Brought to you by Hugh McDougal Dentistry. Good morning, Daniel. I've got a story here, um, an urgent story. There is an Amber alert for an 8-year-old Muskogee boy. Police say that uh, he was picked up from a bus stop from a non-custodial parent around 5.13 p.m. in Muskogee. I guess yesterday... He has some medical issues he's got to get treatment for. And the Muskogee police um, say that the person that picked him up at the bus stop is a non-custodial parent who appears to be suffering some kind of mental breakdown. Last seen in Oklahoma City now at 3.14 a.m., which would be about three hours, 15 minutes ago. Uh, Jaden is his name. Last seen wearing a black shirt, purple Jordan tennis shoes, and a 2011 Nissan Maxima. Now, if they were in Oklahoma City, we don't know if they came back to Tulsa or where they're they're heading. But obviously, if you see that and think it's suspicious, contact police immediately. Good grief. That I can't a, imagine the, uh, the other parent, what they must be going through. Uh, did you see that Governor Stitt yesterday signed a bill that makes it a misdemeanor to honk at a bicycle or at an animal-drawn vehicle? Is that because of the uh, shock factor? Like it might scare a bicyclist and they'd crash or well it says that uh you can blow the horn if there's immediate danger or of oh, collision you can in that case but you can't just because, for no reason honk well because I, it I, will startle the horse or whatever the animal I is see. drawing the the vehicle and it might scare the bicyclist also another bill that was signed in was the um our sign was the No Patient Left Alone Act that requires that hospital patients be allowed a companion regardless of public health emergencies. So if you were losing somebody in the hospital, you would be allowed to have at least one companion in there. So that would be like during COVID. I mean, I know we're still in it, but there was a lot of people that couldn't be with their loved ones at the end because of the protocols in the hospital and things. So now that would, at least in Oklahoma, be something yeah, you yeah, could do. Yeah, one companion at yeah. least, yeah. Uh, also, speaking of COVID, did you see there was a lady in Italy? She was mistakenly given six shots of the Pfizer COVID vaccine at uh, one time. How? The uh, patient was a grad student who had to get the vaccinations for her clinical psychology program. And she immediately knew something was wrong because the nurse looked distressed and immediately went to talk to a doctor. Now, if, I, if somebody just gave me some shots and they start looking nervous and run to go tell the doctor, I'm going to die of a heart attack. But I guess since she was 23, what uh, the the nurse was supposed to be giving her one injection. What she ended up doing was giving her the entire entire vial of the vaccine. Oh, I see. It was still one injection, but it was just a lot of it in there. Yes, six ah. six doses of it. Uh, oh, now no. they kept her at the hospital for 24 hours. Uh, let her go. Said she had minor symptoms at the hospital: headache, fatigue, and shivering, and now severe pain at the injection site. As well, uh, she was really scared because she was scared, like exhausted from fear. You know, wasn't there another story about somebody who was more elderly and they went to get the shot? And I don't know, they they got two doses in one day. They misshuffled or something and put him back in the line after he'd already gotten it, and and that didn't go well for him. I and mean, he's fine now, but he got pretty sick from that. He was very old. Yeah. Uh, I guess since this lady was twenty three, maybe you know, you 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 acted like it knocked you. Second, on your back for two weeks. This lady uh, had got six of them, and they kept her 24 hours. I would have been like, y'all need to keep me longer. How about <laughs> yeah. how about 24 days? Institutionalize me. 
And finally, did you see that Chipotle is increasing their average wage to $15 an hour? It's you know, will happen by the end of June. I love Chipotle, but, um, you know, it's not like a $1 burrito. I mean, you're going to bring some money to that place, right, when you go to Chipotle? Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, not. It's, it's uh, not but it's good. So 15 bucks an hour, is that nationwide for Chipotle? Looks employees? like it. They aim to hire 20,000 employees ahead of the summer. They also plan to roll out a $200 employee referral, referral bonus for crew members and a $750 referral bonus for apprentices or general managers. Wow, that's pretty good. You know, we should consider uh, making a little move here. You should. We should. I'll stay here. We, uh-uh. I'll stay I, at the boom. And he's going to work at Chipotle together. You know, um, and I hear this over and over and over from people that it's hard to get people to work right now because if they're on unemployment, not only are they given the state money, the federal government's still kicking in. So there's some people that might make more money by not going to work. Some people that might tie their salary. Some people that might go, you know what, I'm making a little less, but I like sitting at the house. And did you see what happened in our home state of Alabama yesterday? The governor of Alabama, and I suspect this might happen started saying to the federal government, we don't want your money anymore because she's trying to get people, once they are only making $200 a week, I guess the idea is that, hey, I guess I'll go back to work now because, you know, we need workers because if we don't, we can't eat. And so I do I do see both sides yeah, of that. It is very complicated because if I was making... Yeah, in your personal life. $400 in, in a miserable job, and then I was, you know, making 700 for not working... I got to do for me and mine. I see it both ways, too. I mean, if it were me, I'd pr- and well, I'm not a lazy person, but I mean, just by the simple finances of that decision, why would I go to work all week and lose $300 when I can go sit at the house and watch uh, News on 6? You know, on a personal level, I get it. Well, it's a problem, but now they're trying to kind of fix that and go, you know what, now you're not going to make that much money. Probably going to be a big, big problem this summer. I've been seeing it pop up all over the country where people are just like, hey, uh, they put a sign up on the door like, hey, sorry, we can't 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 get anybody to come to work. That's right. Well, speaking of uh, not handouts, I would say, but definitely something you don't have to pay for. Dan and Shay tickets are up for grabs this morning right here on 98.5 The Bull. And we got that at 740. You got Tig and Daniel. This is the bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... Tell you, man, when we moved to uh, Oklahoma here, um, everybody's been so nice to us. I mean, it's like ridiculous. I had a dead battery one morning, and two or three people stopped to help me hook up the uh, jumper cords because I guess I don't look like a... You know, like a person that would know how to do that? Well, you don't because you call them jumper cords. What are they called? Jumper cables. Yes. <laughs> Gee, man. Uh, I uh, one time had a flat tire kind of like out in the country, and uh, I swear, t- 20 to 30 people stopped to ask if I, like, <laughs> people were diving out of their cars trying to help me change this tire. And it's weird that we're from the deep south, Alabama, and, you know, the idea is southern hospitality. Meanwhile, people in Oklahoma have been much nicer to me than I've ever I, I ex- tend to agree, yeah. Don't you really? Um, and we needed your help this morning. What we're trying to get help with is yesterday we had like a technical issue with the phones and we're trying to give away Dan and Shay tickets and we were confused. I mean, I'm dumb. I couldn't figure it out. Tyg's theory was that we were getting so many calls yesterday that the uh, phones were were overloading the circuits. Now, mind you, this was about uh, six in the morning. He thought, you know, the phones were getting overloaded. We're so wildly popular. Well, that's just what I had to tell our boss. I was like, dude, these phones aren't working because we're too popular. 
right now. Yeah, that was a pretty good strategy. Thank you. But let's see if they're pleased. Surely right. they're working today, right? Let's see. Uh, so we've, well, see, okay, they're lighting up. And that was a problem yesterday. I could see people were calling, couldn't like talk to, I don't know what was going on. But let's see if this works. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I got it. All right. Hey, good morning. It's the bull. Who does? It's Dan, man. What's going on? Put me on the clock, boys. Put you on the clock. He wants to get some Monday for uh, helping it. No, he really is helping us out of the bull this morning because we're having phone problems yesterday. But uh, you're helping us. He kind of is an employee in that sense, Daniel. He's helping us troubleshoot an issue at the bull. Thank you. Where Where are you on the way to this morning? I'm on my way to work right now. Well, where do you work? I work at a place called Angel's Place. Um, we uh, have a couple of recycling centers uh, around town that we uh, house the handicapped, adult handicaps, and provide them with jobs. Oh, sweet. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, that sounds like great work. Yeah. I, I appreciate you calling. No wonder he called. He's already a good guy. Yeah. And then he heard we needed help, and he called us. <laughs> I love it. You guys are pretty good. I love listening to you in the morning. Well, I appreciate that, man, and uh, we'll talk to you later, okay? All right. Thanks. Bye. That was a nice guy. Seems to be working. I'm going to test it again one more. Yeah, let's do it. I'm concerned. What are you concerned about? Well, so when we do, like, the Dan and Shake contest, we take caller nine. But what if we can't get more than one phone call? You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Let's see if this will work. Hey, good morning. It's the bull. Who's this? This is Leanne. Leanne, look at you. So were you calling just to help us test our phone lines? I sure am. Well, what are you doing today, Leanne? What's uh, going on with you? I'm making my drive into Tulsa to go to work. Oh, can you tell us where you work, or is that top secret? Uh, I work at Metal Panels. At what? Metal Panels. Metal Panels. What does that mean? We manufacture metal things, siding, fencing. Oh, good gig. You like it there? I do. I like it a lot. Well, I appreciate you uh, helping us with the phone lines, okay? And have a great day. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Could you imagine if uh, we worked there tag, we'd probably cut our finger off very first day. <laughs> During the interview. <laughs> <laughs> the, the interview, our fingers would get cut off? Yeah, they'd be like, show us your skills, man. And somehow we'd cut our <laughs> hands off. Well, that's good. Well, I'm glad. So they are working again. Well, it seems like they're working and they're still lighting up. But if you're just joining us, we're testing our phone lines. You guys have been calling to help us work that well, out. A because... riveting uh, radio program uh, we're putting on this like, morning. We'll be canceled after this, but... We got Dan and Shay tickets coming up at 740, and now we know the phones work. If I were you guys, I'd go ahead and put that number in so that when 740 hits, you better get through. Sure, Dad. Uh, The number is area code 918-879-9898. See what they did there? They included a lot of 98, so you get it. I understand. Because of the 98, five, the bullpen. So it's 918-879-9898. We hope to see you about 7.40 for Dan and Shay tickets. Tig and Daniel. Amber's out. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the... 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. You got Tig and Daniel. Amber's out today. Tig, you tell me this story of uh, this guy not too long ago, and this has to be the craziest story I've ever heard of two people in a marriage trying to go through. It was insanity, Daniel. And this guy is a former boss of mine that has always remained friends with me. Now, he's many years older than me, um, but he's... Well, so paint the picture. How old is he? 65, something like that. So you think that, that I thought, at least, that marriage got less complicated as you got older? Apparently not, because he told me this 
wild story about him and his wife. And I, I came and told you, and you thought I was like, like it was fiction. You can't believe it's actually true. To me, it sounded like something out of a movie. It feels like that. But my friend, and his name, I'll call him John, tells me this wild story about him and his wife. And it goes like this. For some reason, she got it in her head that he was snooping in her phone and going through her emails on the computer. Now, I've known John for many, many, many years. He's terrible at technology. I was about to say, John doesn't even know how to use yeah. a computer. He really doesn't. <laughs> I mean, he's like one of those guys that just never caught on to it. And he starts telling me this story because him and his wife had a little rocky period there. And I was like, well, what's going on with that? But she had somehow convinced herself that he was going through her computer at night when she was asleep. Got it. And he says, no, honey, I haven't. That's right. And they couldn't get past it, right? It became a wedge in the relationship. He's denying it. She's not believing that. So, like people do, uh, they went to some counseling together to try to work through this issue. And they went several, several, several times. But for whatever reason, they could not get past that issue. And I can't believe this is true. <laughs> But he, I think it was him that suggested it, just now out of frustration. Him, you said the marriage counselor was the one that brought it up. Was finally like, okay, John, well, then uh, why don't you just take a lie detector test? I think it was an offhanded comment. Like, he got so frustrated. And he goes, do you want me to take a lie detector test? Probably not even really meaning it. And she goes, and the marriage counselor was like, well, you know, that might not be a bad idea because they were not making any... So the wife wants him to take a lie detector test, and the counselor says that's not a bad idea. This guy goes and takes a lie detector test. And I just can't imagine a marriage counselor saying that to somebody. Like, this sounds like a good idea to me. Well, did, did he pass the lie detector test? He did. So he was telling the truth. According, yeah. I mean, he just said, there's no way I was doing that. I took the test. It even said I wasn't doing that. And this is a nice dude. Like, this is that kind of guy that um, will... You know, he finds out you're cutting down a tree, he'll come over there and help you. Like, that kind of guy. Well, so once once she, the lie detector test, revealed that he was telling the truth, did he, or did she then accept that, or? Uh, she still left him. She could oh, never okay. get past well. it. <laughs> so I was like, what is going on where you're taking a lie detector test if I at were the advice a, of a counselor? Yeah, if I were in a marriage counseling situation and the marriage counselor at any point suggested a lie detector test or willed one in there, I'm going to try to choke that lie, that uh, marriage counselor. <laughs> Could you away. imagine? Because uh. here's the thing. Like, you get in there and get all hooked up to this lie detector test, your wife or your husband could then start asking all kind of stuff, and then you're just done. <laughs> also, they're not completely accurate, I don't think. I mean, it could be like a false positive or something like that, right? So we wanted to know from you, like, honest truth here. Because... Can I say who we just asked this question to? Sure. All right, so Hudal, who does the Big Country Show, he said, I wouldn't take it because that would mean she doesn't trust me. And I would be like, you, you should trust me. No, I, I didn't go through your emails at night when you were asleep. And, you know, I don't need to take a lie detector test to, to prove that to you. 
My word should be enough, I guess, is his contention. Now, I've never been married, Tiger. That seems like that would be just too much to ask for somebody to take a lie detector test. But at the end of the day, sometimes couples hit this impasse that it's just you can't resolve it, I guess. So we're curious this yeah. morning. Is this a reasonable thing ever to request in a marriage counseling situation, a lie detector test? Yeah, like, would you take a lie detector? Let's... And, like, he had nothing to hide. And even if you had nothing to hide, like, part of the logic would be, like, well, if you got nothing to hide, take the test. But part of it's more like Hood said is that you should trust me. Here's my thing, Ty. Is it ever going to end? Like, with a, say, if somebody asks for a lie detector test, I mean, what's the next thing? Right. And my buddy who took the lie detector test, it still didn't work once he even agreed to do that and passed the test. So I guess what we want to know from you this morning. Would you ever request or even take a lie detector test in your marriage or relationship of any kind? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. We'd love your take on this. If your spouse says, I need you to take a lie detector test, are you going to do that? What if John just told us he passed the lie detector test? Well, what if I, he was lying about that? Need you know what he need to, to do? do a lie detector test for the lie detector <laughs> test, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, my word. 918-879-9898. Tiger Daniel. We'll be gone. We'll be 98.5 The Bull. This morning we're talking about, I've got a friend that went to marriage counseling with his wife, and the marriage counselor essentially ended up suggesting he take a lie detector test yeah, to this, prove he wasn't snooping on her or this something. This guy's name is Johnny, 65 years old, and he really wasn't. According to him, at least, but somehow he gets hemmed up onto this lie detector test. And he passed the lie detector test. So your spouse comes to you and says that. What do you do? Hey, good morning, Stable. Who's this? Raul Ortiz. Raul Ortiz is with us. And uh, what do you think about this lie detector business? I personally feel like there's a trust issue. I wouldn't take it. And I believe she has something to hide. Now he's flipped it around. You know he what? thinks the wife. Uh... Can I tell you something? You know what this is called? Yeah. It's called projection. Yes. Have you ever heard of that term? You start accusing yes. your spouse of what you're doing. It's called projection. And I don't want to go into details, but a lot of people who say, oh, you're cheating on me, maybe they actually have the problem. Does that make exactly, any sense? Exactly, and I totally agree. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah, a psychological term. Sure. Daniel looks like he's totally confused. Well, I'm just guy. confused as to why Ty thinks he knows anything about psychology well, at all. I've heard of the term, projection. When somebody comes at you, it's maybe because they're doing it themselves. That's the first know. thing that came to my mind. Hey, you come in here, we put a lie detector test on you. Would you do it live on air? On me? Yeah. Or you guys don't trust me? I, I trust you. I just want to see if you'd come in and do it. We'd ask you all manner of things. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. No. Smart man, no. Ryo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so our question, Daniel, is basically, if you want to I just want to know what you think about the, uh, the even the idea of taking a lie detector test for some you know, significant other. It seems like an unreasonable request to me. It is. Doesn't it show they have no trust in you? 918-879-9898. What do you think of this? This is... Dan and Shay tickets are about 15 minutes away here on 98.5 The Bull. Your chance to win and go to an actual show. It's Tig and Daniel. Amber's out this morning. I, uh, we're talking about this. I have a buddy. He's more of a mentor in my career, so he's well older than me. But we're tight, and we've been friends for a long time. And he told me the story of uh, him, his, his wife thought he was going through her emails and things at night. 
and he was like, I don't, I swear I don't, you know, I don't, I, you know, I, I don't know how to even open your phone. I can't get, do all that. And they started going to counseling. And essentially the counselor suggested that they could not get past this one issue of, was he snooping? Take a lie detector test. And this dude did it. And he passed it. Um, but I could, our question is really, if your spouse comes to you and says, hey, I'm, I think you got something going on. Would you take a lie detector test? And I know there's two sides to this. And the one side is, if you got nothing to hide, take the test. The other side of that is, you could say, well, if you don't trust me, then we're in trouble anyway. So what to do? It's definitely a complicated situation. But, I mean, you're married, Ty. I'm not. Is there, is there ever, can you have some, like, secrets in a marriage? Or Oh, I think so. Um, you know, like, I will tell those little lies, like, how much did you lose at the casino? I'll go $50. Right, I mean, <laughs> so, know? yeah. Like, you know, they hook you up to that machine, they could ask you anything. I mean, doesn't everybody every day tell probably at least 12 to 13 ah, micro lies? I mean, look, I got in, I hope she's not listening, but I get, I, get, I get in my wife's car, I'll find a receipt from Arby's. I don't know, I didn't know she went to Arby's. I think she, like, she food cheats a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So I'm more disturbed that you get in the car and go through her receipts, man. I sit in this car, and they're everywhere. Uh -huh. you know? So, I don't know. I think we all are entitled to some independence so long as we're not breaking the vow, whatever that is, right? Or not? I don't know, man. This is why I've chosen to avoid the yeah, whole thing altogether. Yeah. Everybody out there listening has something they haven't told their spouse. You know, even when I was a kid... Mom says, now don't tell dad that, you know, that kind of stuff, mm -hmm. right? There's a, that exists, I think. I don't, I think it's unreasonable to think it doesn't. But when it gets to the level of infidelity, that's not. But he wasn't even accused of infidelity. He was accused of snooping through emails. Right. I'm like, who is she emailing this lady? That's, that mm, she's, see, you know, that's worried what I'm about. talking about. Oh, you, yeah. oh, I see. You're suggesting that. I don't, not saying anything, but it is weird that. But the whole thing, frankly, is weird. I've never heard of any counselor of any type suggesting a lie detector test. No, what like, what if you went to, like, a counselor, just, like, not even a couple's counselor, just for your own, like, therapy or something like that? He's like, all right, well, no, I hear what you're saying, but we're just going to wheel in a lie detector test here just to make double sure you're telling the truth. Right. What if you went to a doctor? And they go, well, how much do you work out? And you go, <laughs> oh, all the time. They're like, okay, bring in the lie detector test. Yeah, like if I went to my dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall, he's like, uh, hey, how often do you floss? Oh, every day, doc. Okay, well, let's uh, just will the old lie detector test I don't in like here. this lie detector testing. <laughs> um, so our question really comes down to this because of, you know, marriage counseling session. I had a guy and the, the counselor thought it would be a good idea for him to take a lie detector test. My question is, you know, what do you think about all this lie detector test business? Would you ever do it? Would it be okay to ask? Hey, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. If I could take one to prove to my husband that I'm not doing something, I would do it because I have nanny cams in my house, like everywhere, and he still swears up and down. I find sometimes somewhere with four children, stay-at-home mom all day <laughs> to do something. And I, I don't know, it's, it's really frustrating. And if I could take a lie detector test to prove that I'm innocent and actually be the truth, you know, kind of thing, I would do it. I got to be honest here. That doesn't sound healthy if you're on, like, constant camera. That's like some stuff from The Handmaid's Tale. 
I I know. I know. I don't want this guy coming after me. I'm just saying. Well, she's got a little. <laughs> she's got four kids at home. Are the nanny cams to to watch kids, or is it because he it likes is, to keep an eye it on is. you? Well, uh, well, now that you say it like that, I don't know. I mean, it's supposed to be for our children, you know. But now that you, now that I think about it, I mean, I, oh wow. So you're you would take a lie detector test in order to prove to him that you are behaving. Yes, absolutely. But I've been he, with this man for too many years, and what he don't have time for that nonsense. If he okay, let's say you got the lie detector test back, and it said. Uh, you're telling the absolute truth. Um, would he accept that, or would he still be a little bit weary? I don't know because he's like, I mean, I could pull up proof on like like paper and have like fifty thousand witnesses. But if he thinks this is the truth, then that's the truth, and it it drives me absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. He might be kind of like, yeah, right. I know you're sleeping with a lie detector test guy. <laughs> right, right, probably. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, I appreciate the call this morning, okay? Thank you. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the morning. I've been breaking up was easy in the 90s. Modern love is to modern hearts break. I'm just a product of my generation. And I'm about out enough watching you getting old when you're like, Baby, I'm sick of sitting at the house, dying on my phone. Wishing I was somewhere I can be alone. I try to let you go, and something always reminds me. I'm tired of getting drunk, tired of being free, tired of seeing pictures I don't want to see. Girl, you're everywhere, everywhere but behind me. I've been breaking up was easy in the night. The Bull, today's hot country. You got Tig and Daniel Amber out today, but that does not mean we're not going to give away Dan and Shay tickets. Uh, Anita, you're in Sand Springs right now. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Good morning, Anita. Uh, you ready to play this game Daniel's come up with? It's called Famous Duos, right, Daniel? Yeah, I'm going to describe uh, famous duos, and by that description, just to identify the a famous uh, duo. Pretty easy, right? I uh, hope so. All right, I'll give you a little hint. <laughs> the first two of these are going to be from the Bible. From the what? From the Bible. Uh, Joseph and Mary. No, no, no. No, I'm just <laughs> telling you the first two are from the Bible. That is a good duo, though. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Up first. <laughs> Anita. I thought you said the Bible. No, but he hadn't asked the question. It's just from the Bible. The question's going to be related to the Bible. I got you. Okay, here we this go. This is not going to go well. Uh, <laughs> the very first one here. Uh, a boy with a slingshot and his gigantic enemy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Daniel and Goliath. Daniel and Goliath. It's close. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty famous duo, I'd have to say. Yeah, it does start with a D. Da and Goliath. Da David. David and... Goliath. 
David and Goliath. Huh? David and Goliath. There, there you go. go. Right. Help her, Lord. Thank you. Okay. I'm excited to get the rest of these now. Um, okay. From the Bible, the tempted and the temptress. This guy had long hair, and then uh, this other lady wanted to cut it off so he'd lose his strength. <laughs> I guess I, I don't know. Tag? Adam and Eve? Adam and Eve. Are y'all kidding Adam me? And Eve. The guy that's very strong, and they said if you get your hair cut, you lose your strength, and y'all think it's Adam and Eve? <laughs> Just tell us the answer. <laughs> Samson? And Delilah. Delilah, okay. Got Samson it. and Delilah. You said temptress because of Eve and the, the fruit. And the, I, okay, I got all confused. Okay. That would be Eve and the snake. Right. Go ahead with the contest. Oh, my gosh. Shush. Help him, Lord. Um, <laughs> up next, it's from Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, no, this. A yellow guy with a unibrow and an orange guy with a rubber ducky. A uh, big bird and... Um, Ernie. Big Bird and Ernie, the classic <laughs> Big Bird and Ernie. I believe it's uh No, they were in the bathtub together. Big Bird wasn't in there. Remember the other guy? I think it's uh I think it's Bert and Ernie. That is correct. Okay. Bert and Ernie. There you go. Ooh. Um <laughs> up next. <laughs> ice cream mogul. I'm really flunking at this. You are pretty bad. Ice cream mogul <laughs> and an ice cream mogul. The two of these guys make an ice cream together. Two of these making ice cream together. Man, I don't know. One of the guys' name is Ben. The other guy's name is Jerry. <laughs> so what I give up. Ben it's and Ben Jerry? and Jerry's. <laughs> ben and Jerry. Okay, you well, go. you know, we'll you know we'll do this last one here. I don't even know why. But, uh, do it, yeah. A Las Vegas magician and his partner attacked by a tiger. Oh, shoot. One of them just passed away. Yep. Uh, Sigrid and uh, Floyd. Sigrid and Floyd. <laughs> That's You know what? Just take the tickets. It's Sigfried close enough. Yeah, Sigrid and Roy. Right? Okay. All right, well, I think and, yeah. She got none of them right, so I think that's worth something, right? I'm shocked. I'm, I'm literally shocked. All so, right. But yes, take, tickets for you. Do you know the name of the guys we're giving you tickets to, at least? That famous duo? Dan and Shay. There, there she got go. it. All right, congratulations. You'll be at the show. and uh, I was worried she was going to be like, Van and Trey. <laughs> <laughs> now, what were your two names? Tiege and Daryl. Tige and Daniel. Tige and Daniel. Oh, my, that she knows. Okay, most good. famous duo in history. <laughs> There and we got more chances this for you. This is the first time I ever played one of these games, guys. Well, you're good. You're good. Don't it worry. is nerve wracking to call a radio station. I get it. It's uh, not the I, most comfortable. I never get through. Well, that's because we're so popular. But you got through today, and tell your friends we got more tickets. Dan and Shay tomorrow morning. We ask you to call about 7:40 right here on 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the. Miranda's on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning. It's Ty and Daniel. And I'm up here working on a show in town, but uh, you guys fight my morning every day. You guys are funny. I appreciate that. Well, yeah, I really appreciate that, man. We're trying not to get fired, so keep listening. 
No, I love what you do with the Oklahoma community because I'm, I'm up here just doing a film, and uh, most of the people we've come across so far are just great people in Oklahoma. Are and you, I hope uh, that uh, everybody you, enjoys them. Are you doing the Martin Scorsese and Leo DiCaprio film? I can't tell you that. Got it. Yeah, we're up here in, in uh, Mahaska. Is this, so. is this Leo DiCaprio right now? Uh, no, it is not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Yeah, it's Martin Scorsese. Yeah. yeah. So I enjoy your radio show and a lot of people up at the shop and the mill and stuff. we got probably 300 people up here working on it. Man, but uh, thank you guys for being great, great radio. Oh, thanks, man. We wow, appreciate very sweet that. of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, take care, you guys. Bye-bye. Wow, that was unexpected. He's working on that. Well, I'm not going to say it, but they are shooting a movie. You can say it, Ty. It's obvious. He said he couldn't say it. Certainly not doing a phone, uh, movie about a great phone service. <laughs> He's probably <laughs> on speakerphone, right? I think, yeah. I think he was. <laughs> nice guy, though. What a compliment. Uh, we've been kind of watching the news, and uh, especially on Facebook, in my, in my hometown at least, people are going on and on and on about uh, gas prices, a gas shortage. Can you give us, uh, tell us what's going on with this, Ty? I saw on Friday that um, they think that Russia hacked a system that shut down, you know, one of these major pipelines that deliver the uh, resources needed to make gasoline and things. And right now we're not feeling it in Tulsa. Like, they're, like I'm looking at Virginia. Seven and a half percent of Virginia gas stations are just out of gasoline right now. Uh, Florida's having trouble. North Carolina, about 5%. They declared a state of an emergency or state of emergency in North Carolina to make sure they could continue to deliver gas. But I'm curious about is this going to be like a domino effect and end up here in Oklahoma? Well, Oklahoma, according to Oklahoma AAA, Oklahoma is one of those areas that's going to see little impact because our supply comes from elsewhere. So you might see the news and be tempted to all flock to the gas stations. But according to Oklahoma AAA, mm -hmm. we will see little impact. Because our sort, we're, we're drinking from a different faucet. Is that right? Uh, that's a weird way to put it, but yes. Right. I'm a wordsmith. Uh, the regular AAA, they said the shutdown of the pipeline will have varying impacts on both gasoline supply and pump prices across the country. AAA expects areas from Mississippi and Tennessee to Georgia and Delaware to likely experience limited fuel availability and price increases uh, of three to seven cents as early as this week. These situations are temporary and are not shortages. It's important to know there is ample gas in the United States. It's just a matter of getting deliveries to stations to meet demand. Other areas, such as us, will see little impact. So We don't need to freak. They are freaking gasoline. out down in Alabama, I tell you that. Yeah, because they got that. That's the pipeline they need, right, that the Russians got a hold of. Or maybe supposedly. it's just my friends and family on Facebook. Have you ever noticed people get a little wacky on Facebook when no, it comes I, to this kind of stuff? No, I get on Facebook, and I, I leave it relaxed. Every time I <laughs> read that, yeah, calms me down. What we got coming up? Uh, you got some good stories for Did You See? Oh, got a couple of new laws the governor signed in. Uh, this lady Duh. in Italy accidentally uh, was injected with six <laughs> Pfizer I, vaccines. I don't understand how you don't realize you got six shots, but there is a reason that she didn't understand that. Uh, and it's kind of crazy. Chipotle, are, they're going to have a huge raise for all of their employees. I guess suggest you get your application in over there because you certainly are not very good at this job. Very touching words. Thank you very much. I mean it. That's moments away here on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot.
Anybody's checking for you then. By the, by the way, it's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, I want you to get our Instagram account, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, because I made a story, and what you can see is what I caught Daniel doing at work today. Oh, I'd like to know what uh, <laughs> Right, because I didn't tell you is. that I posted it. It's Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel, on Instagram, and just look at our little story and see what he's up to at work. Okay. Now it's time for Did You See? Well, now, what is it? I didn't approve this. That's okay, because you did it in the studio. And I feel like, uh... Is it embarrassing? Yes. What am I doing? I saw what you're looking at on your computer. Oh, get out of here. Get, you get out of here. Go look at... You have the Instagram. Go look at it. If this is about... Because... <laughs> because uh, is this the adver- the pop-up advertisement? I don't know if it's a pop-up ad, Daniel. Oh, my gosh. Let me see, because I think I know what you're talking about. It was, it was what Daniel was looking at at work. Hang on here. You dirty dog. (laughs) Oh, my God, he's so red. What happened? Listen, and this is a true story. I was going to bring this up anyway. On Facebook, you get these, like, pop-up ads. Yes. And the pop-up ad, or not the pop-up ad, just one in your feed. It's a picture of a guy grilling. And I even took a screenshot of it. It says, delicious recipes aren't just in cookbooks. Join OnlyFans today and share yours. <laughs> so what OnlyFans is suggesting that I go to OnlyFans.com yeah. to look at delicious recipes. I'm sure. You know, amateurs making videos of themselves cooking. Cooking. That's right. And so I'm taking a snap. <laughs> on my He's computer. So He's so embarrassed. I am embarrassed. Now it looks like I've uh, not. I would be more embarrassed than if I was going to OnlyFans for cooking videos. Right. But I appreciate you doing that, pal. That oh, is you're nice. welcome. Time now for Did You See? That's on our Instagram, by the way. Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. Uh, oh, did You See? Where we take a look at what's happening in the world. Brought to you by Hugh McDougal, dentistry. I got to tell morning, you, I'm Daniel. calling my lawyer, Tiger. Go ahead. I'll call my lawyer right away. Unfortunately, we, we share the same lawyer, so I don't know what she's <laughs> yeah, going to do. It's going to be tough. Uh, did you guys see that uh, Governor Kevin Stitt has signed a couple of bills making it a misdemeanor to honk at bicyclists and animal-drawn vehicles? Well, I think people get behind a bicyclist and they get frustrated because now they have to go 15 miles an hour and out of frustration they hold down the horn. Mm-hmm. And that might distract somebody. So I guess it's for that reason. I get the bicycles, but how many times have you been on the interstate and you're behind a slow animal-drawn vehicle and you just <laughs> laid down on the horn? Yeah, it happens. Also, um, another bill that he passed, uh, it's called No Patient Left Alone Act. That requires that hospital patients be allowed a companion regardless of public health emergencies. So meaning that if you have somebody like in the hospital, you know, basically it goes back to if they were in the hospital passing away from COVID, you can't have a companion in there, Mm -hmm. you know, for the final moments. Also, we need to talk about, we just mentioned this earlier. Did you see that, uh, on Facebook, I'm seeing a lot of people, rumors that the, the gas shortage is going to hit us and things like that. It is going to affect some people, according to AAA, in areas from Mississippi and Tennessee to Georgia and Delaware. But according to the Oklahoma AAA, Oklahoma is one of those areas that will see little impact because our supply of gas comes from elsewhere. So please don't all rush out and... We don't need to panic here at all. Right, because we will see little to no impact because mm-hmm. we get our gas elsewhere. This is from uh, hackers hacked into the pipeline? That's what they allegedly think that Russian hackers got in and started uh, messing with the program or whatever, and it shut it all down. They're still trying to get it online. But uh, I see Virginia is having a big problem. Like almost 10% of gas stations in Virginia don't even have gasoline to sell. 
My, but again, uh, not going to affect us here in the same way. My family in Alabama, they're all ready to move into the woods. Are they? They're panicking down there. Get a horse, live in the mountains? I, this is a true story. My dad, Houston, has scoped out a cave that's close to his lake house. And he's just going to go flee into this cave, I guess, if some, if things go bad. Yeah. Like Armageddon or something. Yeah. And I'm he's like, okay, it. yeah, so then it's all hell, you know, hell, all hell's breaking loose and he's hunkered down in a cave. <laughs> like, what are you going to do in that cave, Dad? Oh, I don't know. Are they going to eat bats? I mean, it's like almost... I would rather die in a nuclear explosion than be stuck down in a cave alone with no lights or nothing. All right, thanks, Dan. Tomorrow morning, this is The Bull. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. And at 740 tomorrow, we're back again with Dan and Shay tickets. 98.5 The Bull weather from Chief Meteorologist Travis Meyer and the News on 6 